0: Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Welcome back, everyone. Fans and the Pros, special edition of Fans and the Pros, broadcasting live from Rouse's Markets, 2701 Airline, the corner of Labar and Airline Shop. Rouse's, the official supermarket of the Saints for everything Thanksgiving. Come by. It's going be bad weather tomorrow, so get your shopping done tonight before the bad weather comes. We're joined now and we have Deuce McAllister in Auburn, Alabama. Bobby Hebert to my left. We're joined now by the Rams' sideline reporter, but, of course, he's probably more, a little better known for being DeMarco Farr, the former Ram uh, defensive lineman. DeMarco, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. What's Thank happening, you. folks? Deuce, Bobby, what's going on?
2: Hey, I, I think DeMarco might have sacked me. Or I get, that's, I, I here's, here's, a, here's what I'm
1: going to do. Oh I'm going to get out. Back. Right. I am going to get out of the way. Here's here's the deal. So it's October 94. So Jeff George is starting the game and then you talk about a, you know a sack, pickles in a barrel. You got Jeff George and Bobby Haber. Good god. So the, the it's it's a fourth quarter and the Rams are winning 5 nothing. It's 5 nothing. Oh, Bobby comes in, throws a touchdown pass, but prior to that he is sacked by DeMarco Farr. That was your first NFL sack, right? Yeah,
2: we won. We won. We won eight to five, eight to five. that game.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I'll never
2: forget that with June Jones. All right, we were playing so in they, Anaheim. They sent that one right
1: <laughs> to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> they did. They did. Hey, Demarco, this is my cost, but I'm I'm no dummy. You got Bobby A. and Deuce McAllister in Auburn, Alabama. So you guys enjoy yourselves, and I'm going to go buy a turkey, and you guys talk to talk to Demarco. to talk to me. All right. Yeah. What's happening, folks?
2: All right. All yeah. right, Demarco. Boy, looking at. Um, where uh, boy, the Saints and Rams are at right now. Uh, no one saw this coming in August. You know, the Rams obviously trying to uh, defend their Super Bowl run. Uh, but what's been up with the Rams when you think about it? You could say injuries and all that, but it has to be much more than that because when you're looking at the Super Bowl era, uh, the worst start in the first nine games for our Super Bowl champs, did three and 6 uh, the fans in L.A., do they care or – if they win, oh, they're yeah. going to show up, or, or what? What's your take on oh, that? Yeah, they,
3: they they care absolutely care. I mean, look, uh, the the city, the city went all in, the team went all in to you know win a championship. They did that in Los Angeles. It was fun. The parade was great. Uh, the off season was outstanding. Um, then you get to this season, and you know, I mean, it's weird. I've never seen a run of bad luck like like as what what's happened to this football team on the offensive line in particular. I think this will be the tenth starting offensive line group since we started the year uh you keep losing oh. guys left and right so i mean you're down to third and fourth string guys guys you were getting ready to cut in camp but you had to keep because you lost some guys to injury so here you are mid-season starting you know pretty much strangers out there trying to protect your number one asset and matthew stafford it's it's been crazy but that it is what it is now uh, the,
2: the mark. Uh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Deuce. Go ahead. Ba- Bobby, and I'll on. i on. I, I,
4: I want. Yeah, no. I wanted to ask him. You know, when you you talk about that much. Transition, and trust me, the Saints are dealing with the same thing. Uh, you're bringing in guys that that have to start uh, that that were released. You know, you may have had them in camp or mini camp or, or or even last year, but they're coming in. They're having to play. Talk about how hard that is when you know he's got to be up to par. But you also have to try to put a game plan together. And uh, you know, like I said, the Saints have had to deal with something similar, not only from uh from from the offensive line position, but you know, you talk about on the back end and the second. At the wide receiver in the wide receiver room, just multiple positions and how hard that is from for a team, but also a staff.
3: Well, it's crazy. I mean, you you guys have been in locker rooms. I mean, you you get to know your teammates, and you know guys become like family. Well, this is different. It's been a revolving door at your most important spot, the offensive line. So, as a coach, as a play caller. You're asking, well, what does the guy know? What can he do? Uh, Can we call this X, Y, and Z? This is in the middle of a football game. You're trying to win. Uh, Can this left tackle hold up if we drop to seven? Uh, Because we need a big play here to get back in the football game. Well, Coach, I'm not even sure. He hasn't taken that many reps this week. So uh, that's what it's been like for Sean McVay. And it's been crazy. I mean, it's going back to the San Francisco game when that defense just absolutely, you know, choked the life out of you. You couldn't run or pass. You couldn't block anyone. And whenever a head coach or an offensive play caller feels like when he calls a run play, it's a waste of a play, that's a bad day. That's a sign of bad things to come. And the offensive line has switched three times since then. So it's been an adventure. Uh, Two quarterbacks now. uh, If Matthew Stafford actually takes the field on Sunday, which will surprise me a little bit behind this offensive line, but... Uh, that's two quarterbacks that have been knocked out of games because of lack of protection. So it's been a struggle. But the one thing we know about the league, every Sunday or Thursday or Monday, you're going to have to line them up and go. So it is what it is. Do the best you can and hope
2: for the best on game day. Now, you know, DeMarco, when you look at, um, to me, and you know, we've all played enough football, and that I look at this amazing, uh, the Saints are 3-7. and seven. Uh, that when you're dead last in the turnover margin, uh, we minus 12, and you might say, well, you got to flush all that, and can we be plus one against the Rams or any game going forward? But when we minus 12 and you're dead last, and then uh, the Rams are kind of in the same boat, they minus seven, which is uh, 30th in the league, that I, that I think sometimes the fans want to uh, know more, but I know the parody a lot of times and how games unfold. You just look at that, uh, and like, for instance, the Eagles, uh, you know, they were number one, I forgot what they were, plus, plus in the turnover margin, and then all of a sudden, the game they lose to Washington, I think they were like minus three or minus four. That, that truly comes into play. Can you wait, take away the football, or can you protect it? And I, I even look at the Saints, you might say, well, are they turning over the ball? But they're not really taking it away. So I, I think you have to be opportunistic. When the Saints won the Super Bowl, I want to say uh, we had created like Thirty-two. Uh, I'm trying to think. Even count the plus maybe thirty-two to thirty-seven. Like takeaways. Well, we're nowhere near that. And to me, that is uh, winning football. You look at all the positions, but can you protect the football and take it away? You know, it's weird. Uh, this game is is it's
3: it's surprisingly cruel. Uh, at you know some years. So there's been situations where the Rams have gotten the ball out. But it bounces right to the opposition. You guys know what I'm talking about. Sounds it's just like, like the same is against
2: you. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's funny. Or Jalen Ramsey, uh, who is a you know a top-flight corner, one of the best in the game, uh, will make a play on the ball, good break, steps in front, can't hold on to it, or or tip it to another guy, and they bounce it around, fumble it, and can't get it. So they've had opportunities to take the ball away and just couldn't. But uh, that so that's on the defensive side. The other side with Matthew Stafford. I mean, the dude has a cannon. Sean McVay and when Cooper Cup was healthy, uh, they were gung-ho for the end zone. So uh, every now and then, and you could tell, you, from from my perspective, it was it was directly related to the pressure that, that he was getting, the, the hits he was taking. So he turned the ball over quite a bit. So uh, if you have a quarterback or an offense that's turning it over and you're not taking it away, you're going to be behind uh, in, in, the, in the turnover battle. But even with that, the Rams have had chances to beat the 49ers. They were in the game versus Dallas. Uh, it got away from them versus, versus Arizona, so they haven't played well, but they have enough top-flight talent to uh, keep them in games. They just can't close them out. But if you start taking away, if you get one, you'll start getting a bunch. You know how football goes.
2: Right, and then you look at uh, DeMarco, the Tampa Bay game. Uh, boy, you know, we were cheering for the Rams then, obviously being not in the NFC South but the NFC Wild this year. Somebody's going to yeah. have to eventually win that. And and that uh, <laughs> you brought up Stafford. If Stafford – plays could this maybe be a blessing in disguise correct me if i'm wrong but it seems like he might he might be forced uh to share the wealth what i mean by that like cooper cup i want to say he was around 100 targets or 90 something plus and that uh, would that make him maybe not rely upon as much now that cooper cup's not available if he has played
3: well, you know what's funny? I mean, you're a quarterback. I'm sure, you know, I've been at practice. They they practice for everyone getting the rock. They share the pill in practice. It's not just Cooper Cup. But, you know, during a game, you go to who you trust, especially in key situations or when you're under pressure. So Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup have developed that that second nature. They They, 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 they understand each other's thoughts. So whenever he's in trouble, he's looking for 10. But at some point, if you get enough protection, and Sean McVay has said this too, if you actually have a chance to survey and run the offense, there's other guys open. Tyler Higbee uh, has been Mr. Reliable at tight end. Uh, Allen Robinson is the guy they brought in to be the, the, the other receiver outside of Cooper Cup. That's been slow going, but the last couple of weeks he's picked it up. So uh, I think if you had more protection, you'll have a chance to use those other guys. But if you're under pressure, you're, look, you're going for what you know. Number 10 is always going to be there to bail you out. Well, he you won't know,
2: he got go ahead. Now, DeMarco, uh, looking at this, I mean, it shows you how quickly things can change uh, because, uh, you know, you want to always disrupt the opposing quarterback, and obviously uh, that gets recognized when you're winning games. But I thought this was interesting. Uh, the last five and a half seasons, this would be like a good trivia question. The last five and a half seasons, top three in sacks, Pittsburgh uh, number one, the Rams number two, and the Saints number three. <laughs> now, now think about it. Wow. You, you always want to disrupt. Now we we don't want to play Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald hurt Drew Brees and and uh, Aaron Donald. Like we we still, no matter who's playing on offensive so line, can we block him? But uh, a lot of fans don't realize as far as getting after the opposing quarterback. Last five and a half seasons, the Steelers are one, but the Rams and Saints are two and three. Well, I mean, look, Aaron Donald is
3: is every bit of that. I mean, look, he's Dante Fowler came here, had a great year, got paid by Atlanta. Uh, Von Miller, I mean, what a revelation, came here and uh, had a great second half, won a Super Bowl, went to to Buffalo and got paid. So uh, anybody that lines up next to this guy is going to clean up just based on what he does. Uh, So no shock there. Um, That's the thing that gives me pause. Okay, I said this is what, the 10th combination, offensive line combination, the Rams are going to start tying Secchi at left tackle, and you're going to New Orleans, a place where they sack the quarterback a lot on AstroTurf, and you're going to put Matthew Stafford in versus that? I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'd be surprised if he was out there. And if he is, uh, I'm expecting a lot of quick game for as long as that will last. So, uh, But, yeah, no shock. Uh, with Aaron Donald, your, your question, can you block him? The answer is no. <laughs> and I, And I say that without laughing. I mean, the guy is just that good. He's special. You guys know the difference between good and special. He's special. Yep. And that's with a
4: big S, super special.
3: Right. (laughs) Yeah, with an S on his chest. (laughs) Didn't you play with Leroy Deuce? Leroy Glover.
4: I did, yeah, I did play with Leroy. I was, he was with Leroy, a beast. and yeah, <laughs> L- 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 Leroy was a lot like Aaron Donald when you look at it because he was not the biggest guy, but he was so quick and so strong. I mean, it, it, it was it was it was a joy to watch Leroy. And then you know you you had bless his soul, Big wiggle Norman Hand over at the, no you know, the heavy other, the big D tackle. But Leroy was not a
3: very big guy, but he was so strong, so quick. I go back to another dude, Bobby. You you know this guy, Wayne Martin. Same deal. This University guy of Arkansas. Wreck your day. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron, Leroy, Wayne will wreck your day from that defensive tackle spot. So you have to have a game plan against. If not, he's going to be sitting on top of your quarterback constantly.
4: Well, John Randall. I mean, for me, it's it, it, it's John
3: Randall as well. Yeah, you know, okay, so I love Johnny Randall. Uh, i studied Johnny Randall. I tried to do Johnny Randall things, couldn't do it. Uh, but the difference between Aaron and Johnny Randall, and Johnny Randall is the greatest. I think he has the most stacks of any defensive tackle in the game. The one thing that separates Johnny from Aaron is Aaron brings it on the run, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs>
1: True, true, and and uh, Mike Cost. Remember that guy. Remember Mike Cost. That dude was—he was a hoss. Oh, Good <laughs> yeah. Lord, hey, I mean, Look, I, I I remember
3: seeing uh, um, Reggie White go at it with Jackie Slater in Lambo. And I'm thinking, if there's going to be another guy on this planet that makes me kind of forget about him, that dude is going to be like the guy. And Aaron might be that guy. So far, my God, I look. Count how many times on Sunday you see him actually get knocked off his feet. I guarantee you, you won't get past three in the yeah, that's, entire that's game. Yep.
1: That's good news for us. Wait, we'll, we'll, let's, let's end with that one then, DeMarco. We'll, <laughs> count the, we'll count the three times he doesn't get knocked off his feet. Best of luck Sunday. and you Enjoy New Orleans, and we'll talk to you in the, in the press booth on Sunday for a big one for some teams. Some teams got to get a W. Thanks for your time. All
2: right, thanks, DeMarco. Thank you,
1: fellas. Nice to talk to you guys. DeMarco Farr got his first NFL sack against Bobby A. Bear in 1994. Take a break. We're at the Rouses, at Airline and LeBar, the official supermarket of the Saints. Come get your free turkey.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.